Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. TPV Radio. Central Texas. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go. This is ARV. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without Breaking the bank. This is God's Journey Child, Fed Old Chestnut, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio. It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. Well, what's good, radio family? It is 
May 30th, 2020, and you are tuned in to another opportunity with Brother Don present as we go before the Lord in the Word of God with truth and understanding. And I just thank you for tuning in today. I just thank you for coming on board and supporting us. We we, we really appreciate it. Um, Pastor Jean, my, my, my sister, not only my sister in faith, but my natural big sister, she she had expressed that she was feeling a little down, so she won't be with us today, but we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving, we're gonna keep going, amen. Because I just think that it's really important in what God is doing in this time. You know, and it's really critical that we get some of these foundational things that we've been presenting that God has given us that um you know, as we go forward in this new time, in this new area, in the new normal, as they say it, we can um, glean everything that God has for us and we can be spiritually strong. Because that's what it's about at the end of the day, is living, in, living triumphantly. And that is my vision for you, family, and as well as my sister, that, that we all live triumphantly. Together, That means in a constant state of victory. Amen? Before I give my shout-outs, I just want to I I reflect on something today. I, me and my wife, we visited or attended um, a funeral service for a young lady that my wife, well, me and my wife worked with over the years, and her husband had passed away, so... We attended the funeral because, unfortunately, she passed away this morning as well. And, you know, family, it just really put a real significance on how different the times that we are living in now. You know, when they first started this COVID-19 shelter-in-place thing, you know, we kind of took it for what it was and, we obeyed the, the rules and the standards that they had us in. But, you know, family, while I was standing out there, because, you know, you can't do services in church any longer. You know, it has to be graveside so you can maintain social distancing. And even when we went to the awake last night, you know, you walk in the front door, you go view the body, and you make a left and exit out the building. You know, you... You can't even speak to the family. You just wave and acknowledge them and their grief and what they're doing, and and you keep it moving. You know, and that ought to wake us up, really and truly. That ought to wake us up. What I've seen today really woke me up to know that it is more than serious. It's critical for your spiritual lives and what's going on today. It is very, very critical. Now, what I'm talking about, when we entered this year, 2020, everybody was shouting uh, a year of vision, a year of victory, and they just had all these accolades set out for this year. From January till now, just not even six months. Look at where we're at, family. Just look around. When you go to the grocery store, when you go out to the gas station, when you go to these places, just look around and see how much things have changed. 
and what they're calling the new normal. Well, I've never seen the new normal in the word of God. I just see what we're commanded to do and the standards of God. And we're going to have to stand up and get into that place where we intercede more than ever now, family, because things are, you know, and, and what really got me was, you know, I was thinking of my children and my grandchildren. If this is the new normal today, what is going to be the normal when they reach my age? Hmm. How is life going to be for them 30 years from now? 30 years from now, you know, I may not be with your family. I don't know. I don't know what the Lord has in store. I don't I don't know what he, when he's going to call me home, but just right to now, today, look at look at the new normal and just think 30 years from now. You know, and, and you know, we, we all get caught up on these old sci-fi pics and these sci-fi things and how they used to, you know, depict how life was in the future and all of this stuff. But, you know, we're not far from that, family. And if you do not have Jesus in your life, you will live in a, a state of fear and anxiety the rest of, or re, the remainder of your life. That's why it's important to get these foundational things. Amen. Well, I know I was ranting and raving there, family. I, I did, it was just on my heart to share with you because um, you know I'm gonna continue to lift up the Middleton and Borden family and, and their loss and in their grief today because they were. Um, uh, Miss Angie Borden Middleton was real close to us, and, and we just we just pray for the strength in her family today. But as always, family, I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to be back once again, and I got to give my shout outs. Well, my shout outs are due. First and foremost, I would like to give a shout out to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because without Him, truly, 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 I am nothing. And I want to give a shout-out to my wife and all that she does in, in, in taking care of this family, my first lady, and, and what she does in support of this ministry and this family here where we're at. And I want to give a shout-out to TPV Ministries, as always, for allowing me to be part of the family. And the family is growing, y'all, and I'm just so excited to be a part of what God is manifesting within this ministry and the vision that he's given Pastor Chris and First Lady Nisi, and the love that they have for each and every one is just tremendous, and I just thank God for placing them in my life in this season to allow me to come before you, family, and express and extend and allow God to increase the gift and calling that is on my life through this ministry. I just thank them for it, and I can't forget about the radio bishop, Bishop Willie Horn, he's another one that has really reached out to me in the past and allowed me to express my gifts and callings in his ministry. And I just thank God for him and the Brew Crew guys and what they're doing out there in California each and every morning, continuing to go on. And, and I just pray their strength in the Lord as they bring the word of the Lord each and every morning. Um, with AM Coffee Talk. God bless you guys. And, you know, I give a shout-out to you, family. I give a shout-out to you for supporting this ministry. I give a shout-out to each and every one of you. We love you. We always 
thank you for supporting this ministry. We've, we've, we've increased on avenues where you can listen to it. And, and I'm just really excited, family, with where we're going so far. Even though I, I know I had a little bit of a soapbox moment there in the beginning about times and the way it is. But, but we still thank and love you for the support that you've given us. And we're going to get through this. But it is only going to be by our steadfast love for Jesus Christ and our steadfast love for one another as we move forward in these days. Amen? All right. Well, before I get started, family, I just want to say a quick quick prayer here um, before we get started because we've been covering some stuff and we have been hitting some major, major points. And I pray that it's been helping you, and I pray that you've been edified by what we've been ministering these last few weeks. You know, just like the song that says in, in uh, uh, his radio show last week was, you know, this is one of those slow-walking messages. This ain't something that you can run through. This is something that you have to walk slowly through to really get everything that God is trying to express and say to his body, to his bride, that we get it right, that we be steadfast and strong in our faith as we move forward. So at this time, I'm going to pray. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for the time and opportunity that we have here together today. And as we come together, Lord, we just sit at your feet, Jesus, and we learn from you. Holy Spirit, I just ask right now that everybody that is listening wherever they are, dear Father, near or far, that you touch their hearts, their minds, their eyes and ears to hear and receive and and to retain the things that you would have for them this day as we move forward in your word, as we commune with you. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for the ministry that you have in helping and guiding us and giving the wisdom and knowledge needed in this journey we call life here on earth. And as we Stay, dear Father, connected to you, connected to the, the, the being connected as the vine to the branch, Lord, that we produce the things that you would have us to produce in this season of our lives, Lord. Continue to bless this ministry. Continue to bless the family, Lord, as we move forward with the things from the kingdom that they need. Let not one opportunity slip by us, Lord, as we come before you, that we can minister to one another. For this we thank and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Uh, we, we, we started this uh, lesson, me and my sister, we, we sat down. It was a few weeks ago when we actually were discussing this offline, and the Spirit of the Lord was just so strong on both of us about repentance. You know, we had heard in the beginning when, um, you know, that was the word that the mainstream church was saying was repent, repent, repent. But not unless you understand what repentance is and how it affects you and the power of repentance, you have no idea what you're repenting for. You have no clue as to what it means to repent. And this was not something that was taught when you first came up there and gave your life to Christ. It may have been mentioned, but very rarely is repentance taught. 
So me and my sister, we dove into this thing about repentance. We covered the life of David. We covered the life of Saul in the beginning to kind of give you what repentance is, what repentance isn't. And we touched on some things that um, if you have an opportunity, go on the website, TPV uh, Ministry website, and look at some of the teachings if you want to get caught up. Man, I highly advise you because this is a good, good word. It's a good word to get down in because I tell you what, it's one of the foundational words. It's one of those foundational teachings that actually will transform you. They will transform you. Because, see, when I started this teaching, see, I had no idea how in-depth repentance was. I had no clue that repentance was as deep a subject as it was. It took the Holy Spirit to really open up the revelation on this subject of repentance to me that I could bring it to you, family. See, because the thing is, what it did for me, it moved repentance away from being a ritual or an act and realizing that repentance is part of your character and your lifestyle. And that's what I'm going to try kind of touch on today. That you understand that repentance is just not an act where you look to appease someone or you're thinking you're being duty-bound by the Word of God. But you're going to see the power of repentance when it becomes your character and your lifestyle. See, because if we look at uh, uh, Galatians 5, let me show you something here real quick. So if you got your Bibles... Your smartphones, tablets, laptops, desktops, it doesn't matter. Whatever you uh, medium you use to uh, get the word of God, I want you to go to Galatians 5 with me today. Galatians 5. And we're going to be in Galatians, the fifth chapter. And I'm going to turn some pages here with you today, family. Galatians, the fifth chapter, and we are going to be in the 22nd verse. It's Galatians, the fifth chapter, and we're going to be in the 22nd verse. We're going to read 22 and 23. Now, this portion of Scripture in Galatians, we've always quoted it. We've heard it preached, and down through the years, you know, we we thought we had a hold on it. But let me show you something here. Galatians 5.22, and I'm going to start out in the New King James, but my my sister kind of got me on this passion translation. And if you don't understand it, um, I mean, if you don't understand what the passion translation is, I really advise you to go Google it and look it up. It is the Aramaic translation of the New Testament. It's the Aramaic. And if you're not familiar with what Aramaic is, that was the language or dialect that Jesus spoke in his day, Aramaic. Not necessarily Greek, but Aramaic. And it is a pretty much word-for-word transfer, uh, translation, I'm sorry, of Aramaic. 
But I'm going to start in the New King James because that's the one that we can really connect it with. Then I'm going to read the Passion Translation to kind of break it down. But uh, verse 22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law. Now, in the Passion Translation, it starts out and it goes, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. Kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. See, the thing is, what we're talking about in repentance, and the thing that we wanted you to get to understand is when you have an unrepentant heart, you can actually grieve the Holy Spirit. And once you do that, you cannot expect to live victoriously. Because in the book of John, he is the comforter that is sent to us and to guide us into all truth. John 16 and 13, he comes to guide us into all areas of truth in our lives. So if you are walking around thinking that repentance is that is not existing or you shouldn't do it or or you just develop in your heart that it's not necessary, you will actually grieve the Holy Spirit and you will not live victoriously. As always, I like to back up things in the Word. So let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about, family. I'm going to take my time today. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30. It says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So if you don't, you know, I hate to, well, I'm going to put it this way. This is how important repentance is. You must grab a hold of it if you want to see a life of power and live victoriously. Because if we look in in that same chapter in uh, Ephesians chapter 4, and we read verse 30, but if we look at verse 31 and 32, it gives us a clear picture of how once you start to truly understand repentance, I mean really understanding repentance as a gift, it moves you away from that religious approach as repentance being a ritual or an obligation that you have to do. And I'm going to read 31. It says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as, even as God in Christ forgave you. See, and that's the thing that I want to show you. That's one of the points that I want to bring out today, family, is this. 
You can't expect to be forgiven if you're not willing, willing to forgive. And if you don't understand repentance, it makes you to a point where you're unwilling to forgive. You have to be forgiven. You have to receive that forgiveness in yourself first before you can extend it to someone else. And that's why we see so much what's going on in the world today. That's why we see so much hatred towards one another is because people aren't understanding what it is like to be forgiven. So you can't extend something that you don't understand. And that's what repentance is about. It's about acknowledging that we need a Lord and Savior and we're not perfect. It's acknowledging the fact that we still have flaws. I don't care what title is in front of your name. I don't care how long you've been going to church, how many prayer meetings you've been to. We still are in need of a Savior, a Lord. We still are in need. And that's what repentance does. It constantly keeps us in that reminding place that we still need a Savior in our lives. Just that one time at the altar, that we need more than that. We need it on a daily, daily basis. As long as you stay wrapped up in this thing called flesh, you're going to have the propensity to gravitate to simple nature. And that's why we need repentance. Amen? See, because the time out that we will take things like repentance and we approach it from a religious standpoint or religious obligation, but rather that we take it from a stance of what's truly in our heart. And that's going to be the key. That's going to be the key. See, the one thing I've seen in having a repentant heart it, like I said earlier, it allows us to really understand how to forgive others. You know, because when the disciples came to Jesus and they said, well, how, how many times do I forgive? And Jesus said, seven times, 70. In one day. Now, if you like me, that's kind of tough to think about. That's kind of tough to do because, you know, I'm not going to have somebody come up to me and just kind of step on me seven times 70 in one day and then forgive me each and every time. And of myself, I can't do that. I'm just being real. I'm just being transparent. That that right there, that scripture just went way over my head. But now that I understand repentance, now that I've got that revelation of what repentance is, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't get to me. That scripture seems real now. That scripture seems obtainable now. Because you know what? What was ministered to me the other day by a good friend of me, uh, Coach Michael Small, was, and we were talking about repentance. And he says, you know, Brother Don, man, look. What's helped me out, the foundational scripture helped me out. He went to the, the, the scripture in Luke. When Jesus was on the cross, been beaten, spit upon, treated bad, put to death, was getting where they put, they wanted to kill him. He was hanging on the cross. 
And he looked up and he said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And a lot of times we have to take that approach um, when others offend us. I know I'm going to get on a little rabbit trail, but it's going to all come back. Just, Just follow me here. Listen to me. A lot of times when people offend you or do things to you, they're just being used. They really don't know what they're doing. And a lot of times they don't know why they're doing it. They just do it out of being used because that's the way the enemy works. If he can get you into an emotional state, then he's got you. And then that's where he wants us to get, even with the condition and I'm not, you know, I know we're controversial here at TPV, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I'm going to just use it as a point of reference. Even with the current thing that's going on in Minnesota, you've got people emotional. As tragic as it is, people are emotional. When you act out of emotion, you can't necessarily do the right thing that you need to do. So that's one of the enemy tactics is to come against you to get you in an emotional state that you'll make these bad decisions. You'll make these bad choices. When a lot of times you have to say, forgive them, Father, for they know they don't know what they're doing. They know not what they're doing. But in order to really understand that for us, we really have to understand this place of Repentance. See, because a repentant heart, one that is focused on repenting, one that's focused on see, and I and I say that, but if I could just boil it down, you know how the old folks used to say, just boil it down, get all the fat off it, and this is what it is. Well, being living in and having a character of repentance is leaning on the fact that I need a savior. I need a Lord. See, when your heart is developed and tender like that, it makes it easier, a lot easier for you to extend that which you're looking for, which is forgiveness. Now, like I said, we're going to cover some scriptures today, but I want to take my time with this. Turn with me to the book of Romans. The book of Romans. And we're going to be in chapter 5. And I want to read verse 10. Romans chapter 5, verse 10. Then again, I'm reading out of the New King James. It says, For when we were, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through his death of his son. Much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. The point I want to make from that is this. While yet we were still enemies, this thing was all set up and laid out. This was all orchestrated and put together that you could have a place where you can continue to have God look and examine your heart. Even while the word of God says you were enemies. Enemies. That's a strong word. 
That's a very, very strong word. But that's where it was. That's where we were. We were enemies to the standard. We were enemies to the kingdom. When before we accepted Christ, the word calls us enemies. So when I read that scripture the other day, and I was just, my God, my God, my God, I understand that, you know, we call it repentance, but really it's just a way of life. It's called repentance or being repented, but it's just a way of life. It's just shaping my character to be the one that I know I always need a Savior. And I'm appreciative of what my Savior done for me. That's what it's about. Humility. Living a life of humility. Living a life of meekness. And we know uh, the meek is what are the ones that inherited and that will inherit the earth. Because, see, we, 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 if we don't grab this family, if we don't get to the point where we really can get this in our hearts, the days to come, the persecution to come, all the things that are being fulfilled right in front of your eyes, you can't stand. You won't be able to stand. And this is one of the foundational things that we need to stand because Jesus said that if you make your house on sand, when the storm comes, it's going to be washed away. And he's talking about the foundation. But if you make your foundation upon this rock, when the storms come, it will withstand everything and give you everything you need to stand in this time Especially times like now So We really 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 need to to, to, to to stand strong On this foundational teaching And I encourage you To go back and, and look um, On the website Where there are archives um, That you know You can uh Really kind of get this full word in And if you've been following us from the beginning Praise God uh, I hope that it's really been touching you And I would love to hear from you um, As always I call out the number And we, we would like to hear from you uh, Most definitely um, It's uh, 515-605-9873 515-605-9873. So, I covered a lot here, and I know that, uh, um, you know, I don't have my, my co-host with me here today. I'll see if I can rustle up uh, Pastor Chris if he's not too busy. Me and him can kind of walk through this today. But, um I think we're going to take a quick break right here, family, and we're going to we're going to get in this thing. We're going to dig deep into it, and if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, or if you just want to stop by and say, hey, I support you guys, I love you guys, the number is 515-605-9873. So don't go nowhere. Stay right there. Stay tuned in. I got some more stuff that we're going to get. Uh, we're going to get it in, and, and we're going to 
Make sure you get this thing on repentance. Amen? God bless you. We'll be right back. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on TPV Radio. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. Yeah. 
We on cloud nine, feel like I'm flying, but I'm in this situation, yeah. Into me is crying, out of me is dying, happiness and intercession, yeah. Heard you speak about joy and I want an invitation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something inside, yeah, that into me. Long since the lips are free, I've been turned down, I got all this pain. Feel like I'm nothing changed. Hey, so bad, I just wanna be so happy. Like, it's deeper than the fear that we receive from all the things that we have. I got to enjoy the last chance, never leaving. So, I should feel content when things don't go the way I'm thinking. Oh, the way we feel is so deceiving, you ain't even know. Follow your heart, you might miss the wrong choice. People yelling, but you always got that feel, small voice. Got peace, never judge me insane. Hope we stay in the same. Something inside, yeah, the enemy. Long since the lips are free. I've been turned down, I got all this pain. Feel like I'm nothing changed. Hey, so bad, I just wanna be so happy. We 
never heard Christian radio quite like this. this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio. It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. Amen, amen, amen. Well, welcome back, family. I'm glad you didn't move anywhere. I'm glad that you stayed right there, tuned in to hear Brother Don present here at TPB Ministries. And we're just excited to continue on and to move forth in the Word of God. We we, we started off this thing, Repentance, and, and as, I, as, as I stated at the beginning of the show, normally it'd be me and my sister, but she's a little under the weather, so we're going to keep her lifted up in prayer. I know she said she expressed that she wasn't feeling well. So she wouldn't be with us today. But I reached out to my brother, Pastor for Christopher Newton, and he said that he's available. So we got a special treat today. My brother in Christ, awesome friend. He's my radio pastor, and I'm just really excited that he can come on board today. And, and you know, give you his point of view and his take. And I'm telling you, family, man is anointed. He, he, he has a different version, but it's very anointed on every level. And because he just brings it real and raw. He, he don't try to 
put a lot of theology on it. He doesn't try to put a lot of uh, five-point ministry stuff on it. He just gives you straight off the hip. Bang, there it is. So if you're still out there, Pastor Chris, um, we're glad to have you today to finish out the show. As you know, we've been talking about repentance. So at this time, sir, you have the floor. You there, uh, Pastor Chris? Amen, amen. Well, probably having a few technical difficulties, family, but we're going to continue on. Um, Are you there? Can you hear me now? now. Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, awesome. Well, it sounds like you got a hot mic over there, uh, Pastor. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Is that better? Much better. Amen. All right. Here we go. Yes. Ah. All right. Well, I've I've, <laughs> I've been really listening into the <laughs> to the repentance and and we have a lot of we have a lot of work to do. Uh, we have the religious down uh, religious. Uh, steps down when it comes to repentance. We constantly are repetitive. Week in and week out, going into going to the uh, altar and praying for the same things and all that. Well, yeah. What you have to understand, you have to recognize your need to repent, first of all. And repentance is a heart issue. Uh-oh. Come on. Well, it yeah, there it is. And and God helps us to reveal and heal those issues. Now, we don't have to have a cosign per se. Yes, you can touch and agree with a man or woman of God on, you know, on a certain uh, thing uh, that you're asking repentance for. But repentance is a daily thing. You, we will never have it all together. We will always have to repent every single day, every time we wake up in the morning. We have to repent because even in our subconscious, we can think, well, you're not supposed to say that. Well, it's the truth. Our, our flesh mm-hmm. is always battling uh, against spiritual things. It's a constant right. battle. We go home for glory. Now, the beginning of repentance is searching for and acknowledging our need. Now, that's one, mm-hmm. one, thing, one thing to look at. And if right, we... Right. We ask God to help us identify our specific needs of repentance. He can work with that. Now, we, of course, everybody's got their niche. Everybody's got their thing. Everybody's ha- mm-hmm. uh, comes from. Some people come from the school of hard knocks. Some people come straight from the church, born and raised, bred church. Now. The issue is, is that we continue to run this religious course. And as we're Mm -hmm. seeing right now, Brother Don, that our religious steps are not working. Uh Uh-oh, I'm going to get into it with that. But it's the truth. We are (laughs) where we we can't mourn our loss. We can't even hug them on the neck. We can't minister to them effectively. Everybody is separated, and we have to mm-hmm. understand that in our separation, 
And we have to get stronger in who we are in Christ. And again, it's a heart issue. If you're not going to put in the work to understand how powerful you are, and this this is so so coastlining on what we've been talking about uh, on Thomas Lake Reloaded in regards to the power we have, which is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was sent for us for a reason. This is why repentance, faith, love, humility, integrity, all these things are linked together and it's relational. Why? Because we have to understand that we cannot be God. We will never be Mm -hmm. God. We We have all these kingdoms that we have and we try to be God, but we will never Mm -hmm. be God. Why? Because we we are not worthy to be gods, first of all. That's why Lucifer is where he is right now, causing havoc here, because he tried to cause havoc in heaven. God don't play. That's right. That's we right. have to God in this season, not just saying it for religious cliches, not to sound nice and eloquent and using all these big <laughs> theological words. We have to speak God for real. If you put in the work at your job, you put in the work with your spouses. You put in the work with your kiddos. It's the same passion that you have to build relationships in those physical aspects. Why can't we do the same thing, Brother Don, in the spiritual? Then we will have to keep on going to the altar every single Sunday or twice a month or whatever it is, like we're Catholics going to confession. And I'm not trying to throw no shade, but that's what it is. We're constantly asking God for, oh, please help me this, help me that. Look, you have to be real with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm lacking in this. God needs you to help me. Send people my way. You can give me the motivation to stay in a repentant uh, spirit, to stay stay humble, to stay honored, to Mm -hmm. stay Mm -hmm. in these things. We, We continue to run from the basics, and this is why we're feeling it right now, Brother John, because the basics are not being done. So that's why mm-hmm. we constantly are going to the altar all the time. That's why we're constantly always falling all the time, because we can't be real with ourselves. But Come we're on. so quick to minister to everyone else about what they need to repent of, but we don't look yeah. at our, our own spirit and say, you know what, brother, I know exactly where you are. I was struggling with that. Okay, what? I, I'm surprised you even mm. said something like that. And me and Brother Don had a lot of heart-to-hearts off the air, and that's what I appreciate. This is what you need in this season. We need to be ministers, but we also need to be people. And we get that. We get so Amen. caught up in title, who we are, our image, all this stuff. We need to be people. And in, in this separation phase right now, it's more apparent whether you do it on Facebook Live or whether you do it mm. on the radio. You have to transfer the compassion that for people. They will hear it. They will feel it through the airwaves or see it through your Facebook Live. Repentance comes from a relationship. That's the basic. Yeah. You don't have to get all super deep about it. You don't have to go to the next dimension about it. You don't have to do any of that. When you put in the time, that talk to Jesus like we're talking to you right now, 
those things that you've been struggling with, generational curses, all this stuff will slowly in process be eliminated from your life. And the next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, God, I don't even go off the handle no more. I didn't even notice it. Well, because you gave it to God and you left it alone. You didn't go to the altar Hallelujah. and pick it up, carrying it with you week in and week out, year in and year out. All I'm saying is this. Our lives cannot be changed if we don't recognize the need to repent, to seek God, and to live changed. It's a daily process. Repentance comes with change, and we live Amen. in that change through the decision and the power of the Holy Ghost. We can't do it on our own power. Now, God will give us the people that we need to keep us strengthened. That's where the term iron sharpens iron comes in. I'm not talking about Mm -hmm. iron sharpens iron to make yourself look good. I'm talking about Mm -hmm. iron sharpens iron in the basis of when you are feeling down, like today, my heart grieves for the family. My heart grieves for Mm -hmm. the fact that Brother Don grieved for this couple that passed on. This is the stuff Mm -hmm. that we are not sensitive to, Brother Don, so we all need to repent just for that alone. Because if we're supposed to be men and women of God, we're supposed to have, our heart is supposed to be compassionate to these things. We may not be able to touch you. We may not be able to be there, you know, and, and, and put, rub, hug your neck and, and the things that ministers do, but we still have the power through our voice. Even in our presence, if we're even there, we're at the drive-bys and all this stuff that we got going on right now. The power of the Holy Ghost should be activated. And as you continue to repent of yourself, people will Mm -hmm, see mm -hmm. God in your life. The process will come out. It will be engaging. People will see it. They'll be like, man, this guy's real. Man, I remember that guy flew off the handle. And now he's just like, he's flying off the handle in another way. And I'm glad Amen. that God has all that and used it in the word. And, and I can go ham and cheese all day when it comes to the word of God. But when I'm off the air or when I'm just chilling, I'm just at peace. I'm not stressed out no more. I'm not tripping over because I got to wear a mask. And yeah, I still have my little edges on that. I feel a little bit uh, uncomfortable with that. But I also understand that it's just not me. Here in my home either And I can't be selfish So again that comes with compassion Repentance And I have kids So why would I put my kids In jeopardy because I Want to say well you know what I'm just going to dive in a pool of COVID-19 Brother Don because (laughs) I have You know come on We have to use sound judgment Now, we do have the power, ladies and gentlemen, and that's not what's being preached. So, again, repentance is the key to unlocking a lot of things that we have laid dormant because of religion. Religion is what kept us from really repenting, Brother Don. We got too many religious scholars out here instead of us really living this thing, going hard in the paint, going through different emotional changes, being strengthened, being built up, being broken. I thank God for transparency, Brother God. That's where the repentance comes right there. Because when people see you 
uh, in your life and they hear you speak, they hear you walk, and you're still going through some stuff, but yet you still trust God in spite of you might mess up an hour after the fact, or you might even mess up a week after the fact. But the fact of the matter is you gave it to God, you let God handle it, you forgot about it, you stopped bringing it up, you stopped talking about it, and you let God heal it. And that's in every situation in your life. It's not just hurt stuff. It's in every situation. And as you repent of your own stuff, you're able to be transparent. You're able to set people free. You're able to have power in what you say with the word of God. You're you're utilizing uh, the Holy Ghost properly. We don't have those skill sets either, but you're going to have to check out tomorrow's show to find out more tidbits on that because this is not what we're talking about. But what I'm saying is, family, we have to stop the nonsense. Isaiah 30, 15 is also a co-sign with this, that the Israelites refused to turn from their familiar and comfortable ways. Doesn't that sound familiar? That sounds Mm -hmm. very familiar because that's what we're doing right now. We're comfortable. So if I'm a bishop or if I'm an apostle or if I'm a this and I'm a that, I am comfortable in knowing that my title can hold me. Uh-oh, I'm in mm. trouble with that. Mm. It's not the title that keeps you. It's God that keeps you. It's the spirit of the Holy Ghost that keeps you. It's not your title. It's not your degree. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Mark, uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 4 also co-signs in this repentance as well. Well, well, John the Baptist is constantly repeat, uh, preaching repentance, and he went hard back in the day. Repent, Amen. repent. Oh, God is at hand. We're, we need to do that right now. And and, that, and that's the case. It's not so. It's not so much of you repenting from. Okay, you you get lit, you drink, you smoke, and all that stuff. Yeah, that is sin. Yes, not that's not of God. But we need to repent from us being so stone cold hearted. And just running with our own destinies and our own purposes, our own agendas, instead of bringing the kingdom of God together so we can be effective. We got too many solo dolos. I was one of them, had a t-shirt and a hat, because I felt some kind of way. But when God dealt with me, I realized that I can't do it by myself. We have to have a team of people. A team that has the same heart, not not trying to be the next big thing, not trying to e- not try to ego trip. We all have a purpose. The body has too many parts in it for us to only be utilizing not even a quarter of it. Uh oh. Let mm-hmm. me stop preaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm a, I'm about to turn up in the spirit. So. Uh. <laughs> One more. I want to give one more scripture, Romans uh, chapter 2, verse 4. Also here, it displays God's kindness. Even through repentance, sometimes we have to reap what we sow. Yeah, that's always right. been taught in the church. Oh, you're going to reap what you sow. You, you're yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. right. The one thing that yeah. made David so significant in the scripture is that, yeah, he understood what he'd done, but he was real with his. Even though he Amen. had to pay for sin, God still had mercy and favor over David's life. Why? Because he was repentant. He knew what he did. He came to God constantly. Every screw up David made, 
David was real with it. Why can't we Amen. do the thing? God. But let me digress. There's a hell of a lot more to say to talk about repentance, but I'm going to let you uh, continue on with the show. There you go. I'm done. Amen. Amen. No, that was that was awesome. And, and I think you you pulled out exactly where, and I thank the Holy Spirit, because you pulled out exactly where we're going with this. You know, you hit on so many good points, and you're right. See, a lot of people, they we don't repent because especially, and I'm going to pick on leaders here real quick, especially leaders are those that are supposed to be spiritually strong or spiritually knowledgeable because we want to appear a certain way. We don't we don't want nobody to think that we've got issues or we dealing with something in our life. And you know, it's not about and I, I wanna make this plain right now, it's not about that we think, okay, well, if you're repenting then you must be cheating on your husband, cheating on your wife, you're doing something shady like that. No. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about going to the Lord on everyday issues that it goes against what the word of God says, little things, you know, it's like, like the word says a little fox is spoiled the vine. And, you know, there's, there's a need. We know the grievous big sins, but there's a lot of stuff that's in our heart. And, and I want to cover that. Uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but there's a lot of stuff in our hearts that a lot of times we don't know they're there, but they're there with us at the altar when we accept Christ. And as we go through life, they look to manifest themselves out in different ways. It's just like like um, Pastor Chris just said, you know, hey, he's been walking with the Lord for a while, but he just said, hey, look, when God finally told me, hey, look, straighten up, this stuff was in my heart that I really didn't know that was in my heart, and he brought it out, that was for a purpose. That was for a purpose. See, because, see, the thing about, Repentance or having a repentive mindset and lifestyle, it tenderizes your heart. And that's why, and I'm glad he brought out David, because the word of God says David was a man after God's own heart. Now, when I first got saved and I was new in the faith, I read about David and I looked at some of the things that David did. And I was like, Lord, this man here is after your own heart. This guy right here. This is the one you're talking about? But the thing about David was David, just like uh, Pastor Chris said, David was always ready to own, to submit, to be transparent, not only before the people, but before God as well. In Psalm 51, he said, Lord, I sinned against thee and thee only. So, that's what it's about, knowing that you need a Savior, knowing that you need a Lord, knowing that you can't do it by yourself. You need help. We need help along this journey, along this way. See, because once you let repentance be prevalent in your life, then it will become a lifestyle. And in that lifestyle, now listen closely now, family. In that lifestyle of humility, you'll be able to access more grace for whatever situation that you're in and what you need it for. Oh, you don't believe me? Okay, good. 
Let's go to the word of God. James chapter 4. James chapter 4, verse 6. And and I'm going to read this out of the New King James. But he gives more grace. He gives more grace. He gives more grace. Therefore, he said, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And and like I said, man, man, Jesus, you're so awesome. Thank you, Lord. When Pastor Chris was ministering, he made, he gave the same analogy that I was going to give. When we do not walk in humility, when we walk like we all that in a bag of chips, when we walk like we have it all put together, locked up tight, ready to go, we are actually in a place of pride. There's a difference between spiritual confidence and pride. Spiritual confidence is deep in faith, knowing that the word of God is true for your life, active in your life. Pride, God says, I don't need anyone else but myself. And that's what Satan was accused of. When he was Lucifer in heaven, he took the stand, I don't need God. I don't need God anymore. I can gather all of these folks to worship me and be the same as God. And for that very reason, he was cast out of heaven. For that reason alone, he was cast out of heaven. Pride. So when we walk in that position, when we don't have that repentant heart, when we don't walk in a sense of humility, guess what? We remind God of Satan all over again. See, and that's why religion is so dangerous, folks. That's why religion is so messed up. It takes God out of it. It puts man in it. And this is what you have. And you want God to bless you. Don't work like that. It don't work like that. Let me show you something else while we're here in the book of James. Let's go down to chapter, I mean, verse 8 in the same chapter 4, verse 8. I want to show you this, family. The Lord showed me this this week earlier, and, and this just really blessed me. And this is another portion of Scripture that we're very familiar with, and, and we quote it. And probably one of the first few portions of Scripture that you memorized early on in your walk with Christ. It says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you okay now the issue is we stop right there pastor chris that's where a lot of folks stop draw near to god draw nigh to god he'll draw nigh to you draw nigh to god and he'll draw nigh to you but we very rarely look at the second half of the scripture in verse eight and let me read it for you family it says cleanse your hand, you sinner, and purify your heart, you double-minded. Now, that's in the same verse as when God says, draw near, it says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. But then it says, cleanse your hand, you sinner, and purify your heart, you double-minded. See, 
the thing is, 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 it's like this. Now, here's the key. In order to move closer to the Lord, you must be willing to let him deal with your heart. Mm-hmm. That's the key. It's not more reading necessarily. It's not more praying. It is more of him letting him have your heart. Putting your heart on the altar for examination. That's the only way that you're going to purify and cleanse your hands is allow God to deal with your heart. Because we know in the world, in in, in, the last half of this verse, uh, towards the end it says, you double-minded. And we know the word says about double-minded individuals that they don't receive anything, anything, anything from God. Just like the psalmist was ministering earlier, you know, you, you can't have it, you can't want it one way. No, I said that backwards. I apologize. You can't have it one way and want it another way. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't play church and then want God to bless you with it. You can't play this, this, this Christian walk, this believer's walk, and want God to bless you. He's looking at the heart. He's looking at a tender heart. He's looking for something that he can deposit into. And how we get to that point is staying with an attitude, a mindset, a lifestyle of repentance. Being transparent. Allowing the word of God to open us up like a sharp scalpel that we can be transparent and open and allow the Holy Spirit to come in and remove these things. And how he removes those things, is he brings them to your memory that you can say, Lord, forgive me. I didn't know I had a temper problem, an anger problem. Forgive me, Lord. I didn't know I had these issues going on. See, and that's how that works. Mm -hmm. That's how that works, family. But too often, we pass it along. While we wait for the next uh, uh, man and woman of God to come to town to reveal it for us, and, and, and that's not always the case. I know that's another, another lesson, another time. But we have to get closer to the Lord. We are the ones that are ultimately responsible at the end of the day for your walk. We are responsible for our own walk. And we have to get that, internalize it, and know it for a fact. It's our duty to always come before the Lord that we can stay pliable. That's right. See, because if not, if we don't do that, then you make it a ritual. Mm-hmm. Just like the psalmist was saying. You you, you, you you make it a ritual. It's a religious ritual. It's just one of those those things that you see is no more than an act. Or or, or, or or put on It's nothing serious It has no substance to it And that is what we see Today That is what we got going on Solomon. You know I see too much of it And, I, and I'm actually building up this, uh, this indignant anger This righteous anger Towards it Because it, 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 It's really hurting people 
So I'm mm-hmm. just, it's, it's, people are not getting this, man. And we see so many people out here hurt, busted, and disgusted because they're following this mandate. They're following this tradition. They're following this religion. And they're not getting this word inside them, man. You know, that that's really... That's really something, just like James 4 and 8. Man, That that's really something. When I read that this week, I was like, wow. Wow. You know, we always quote that, draw near nigh to God, he'll draw near to you. But we forget about the part and letting him work on us. Okay. Hey, man, let me hear your take on that real quick, son. And and that that is the issue uh, and just to bring old and new testament into the mix we were talking about david in second samuel 11 and 12 uh where he committed adultery with a married woman named Bathsheba. we know that and she became pregnant and things like that and but in the turn the turn that David did, it was a good turn, but consequences still remain. Just like we were, I was saying okay. earlier, even though that he was forgiven, even though that God had grace over David's life, he still had to reap what he sowed. Jesus Christ covers Amen. sin. Sometimes our experiences or situations uh, or bring circumstances or it fractures relationships. Or, uh, or we have to face uh, our sin head on. As, as with David, God did open up the door. You know, He did open up the door for David for, for his forgiveness. Not even sin can keep us from this embrace of God. So we mm-hmm. have to understand that even though we sin, even though we have our stuff. We have to constantly ask God for repentance. Now, if you're going to do something that's going to cause you some ill will, like if you go and just murder somebody, well, I mean, come on. You're going to reap what you sow. Just saying. Does that mean God doesn't love you? No. That Does that mean God will run away from you? No, that's not what it means. But the situation will be judged, just like when we go before the Father our situations will be judged. Yes, he loves us. Mm-hmm. Yes, he cares mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. us. Yes, he gave us. Yes, we have mercy in this life, but we still have to be accountable for it. Jesus is going to be our lawyer. Back because if it was up to God, none of us would be talking right now. Just to be honest, Come if you on. go into the Old Testament, God opened up the earth, swallowed people <laughs> up, set fire down from heaven, just, just destroyed us just because he, he, yeah. he couldn't take it. I had enough of you guys. You guys are tripping. So he just went ham and cheese until his son came. His son was the sacrificial lamb for us. Now, the abuse of the grace card, however, we can't sit here and just continue to keep doing something that's going to be damaging and expect uh, expect us to be bailed out every time. You're not going to get a bail because sometimes your bail will be set indefinitely and you won't be able to get out the cage. Just saying. So just to bring a New Testament spin on it as well, the repentance of Saul, which was Paul. We all know the story, Mm -hmm. how Saul went ham and cheese on Christians. He killed them because he was talking about, oh, yeah, talking about this Jesus. But in spite of Saul being a murderer, Jesus 
still came into his life and changed right. his life forever. Now, did Saul or now then was converted over to Paul? Did Paul have to reap what he sold? Absolutely. Because towards the end of his life, he had to die. Oh, right. I'm just saying, let's just keep it real. But his ministry mm-hmm. while he was here on earth was graced by the spirit of Jesus Christ, was able, was enabling him to speak to the churches of Corinth and in Ephesus and Philadelphia. All the churches he set guidelines for. He right. was able right. to for us for today but did God God just stop loving him because he was killing Christians no Jesus stepped in and said you know what bro I'm going to blind you I'm going to humble you I'm going to break you then I'm going to have you go right out and talk to the same exact people that you was buddy and gang banging with to kill my people Mm. wow Mm. and Mm. we don't think of stuff like that man we don't think of stuff like that I and 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 I just wanted to put that out there real quick. We don't think about stuff like that. That God will put us probably in the same situation, and we sit here running our mouth, and God will put you mm-hmm. in the same situation for you to be the one to take it and be the one to give the healing. That's a really wow. hard power. Got the t-shirt wow. and the hat. But when you talk about power of redemption. When you talk about when you're repentant in that thing, God will show favor in your situation. Does yeah. that mean? Like, yeah. I know there's a lot of things that I'm going to have to pay for down the line. But for right now, I'm going to roll till the wheels fall off. And when the wheels fall Amen. off, I'm going to be Fred Flintstone, pick it up, and keep and use my feet if I have to run for the, for the last part of the finish line. This is how we got to be. You don't have to be Mr. or Mrs. Perfect. You don't have to be 12 degree deep from the best seminary schools in the nation for you to be a powerful man or woman of God. Yes, people will validate your call. I get it. But Jesus is the one that's going to give you the ultimate uh, cosign and the ultimate stamp. And I don't want to keep on going, Brother Don, because I know we got a caller online. But I just wanted to go ahead and, and, and just give you my take on this thing called repentance we are able to receive it and through the grace of jesus christ we are graced to be covered over it but we still have to reap what we sow even if it's instantaneous or down the road we still have to reap what we sow does that mean oh god's a vengeful god no he's not he's a jealous god that's just like you uh, going against your mom and your dad Your mom and your dad told you Not to go to the club and drop it like it's hot And now you and a couple of your best friends mm-hmm. Barely made it out of the club alive Because you didn't listen to your to your mom and your dad So now you're going to mm-hmm. reap what you sow Because you left You went to the club You almost lost your life And you defied your parents Same scenario mm-hmm. Does that mean mm-hmm. Not love my child any less? No but I, 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 they also have to understand that there's a punishment with it. And that's how God is with us, man. And I'm not sitting here trying to throw gloom and doom. But without Jesus Christ, family, we would not be in position to be repented of or our, our sins to be repented of. We wouldn't even be in a mm. position if it was Christ. Man, I'm Amen. Thank you, brother. Donald. Amen. 
Amen. That's awesome. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Bailey, we flooded you. We, we, we've been getting it in, and I just thank God for, for my pastor Christopher Noon, aka the Psalmist Voice, my brother in Christ, and overall my friend. I just thank him uh, for coming on board today. But if you're out there, we still got a little bit of the show left to go. And if you're out there, you're listening, and you got something you wanna. You want to add to this? Give us a call at 515-605-9873. That's 515-9873. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely love to get, get your insight on some of these things. You know, that's why we're here. This is what we do it for, family. We, we do this for the body. And, you know, we want to hear the body sometimes, you know. So feel free to call in. We encourage you to call in. We we, we we would love to hear from you. Absolutely love to hear from you. And if you if you like, it's five one five six zero five nine eight seven three. Well, family, we put a lot we put a lot in your basket. So what I think right here we're going to do is we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and we're going to ice this thing off. Uh, we're going to we're going to get it in because I just think that God has so much to say in this hour about repentance. And it has nothing directly to tie it in with that uh, COVID-19 that's going on. That's not what we're saying, folks. You know, this is a word that's in the earth that would be, that's been in the earth for a while, way before this COVID-19 thing hit. So we're not harping on that, saying this is what fueled this word. What we're saying is this is what God is, excuse me, this is what God is saying to us in this hour for the body of Christ. So stay locked in, stay tuned in, don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to get it back in and ice it up. So stay right there. Brother Don, do you want me to bring the caller in after the break? Oh, I didn't know we had a caller. I'm sorry. Um, oh, we, we can go ahead. Uh, we can go ahead and get the caller in. Okay, no problem. Now, for security purposes, caller, we will only read the last four digits of your phone number. So, caller, 0685-0685, you are on. Brother Don presents with Pastor Christopher Newton, standing in for Pastor Gene Homer. God bless you. Good evening. God bless you. This is Lorraine from South Carolina. And I was listening to the program. I got on late because I kind of, it kind of slipped my mind. But as I was listening to you guys uh, minister about repentance, if we look at repentance as uh, part of God's recovery package, well, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. such a, a hardcore idea. A lot of times we think about repentance, we think about sucking up, and we think about taking the low road. But actually repentance puts us back on the right road, the road to recovery, the road to higher ground. So Amen. I thank God for re- uh, repentance. I thank God that he gives us 1 John 1, 9 that we confess our faults and, and we can go to him and apologize to him and repent to him and he'll put us uh put us back where we belong. Amen. 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 So I, I thank God for that. A lot of times um we think of uh, the word repentance as a bad word, just like we do submission. But uh to submit to a, a mighty God and to be able to serve God in spirit and in truth is a privilege and it's an honor. And so I, I thank God for repentance. I thank God that he shows us the road to recovery. He doesn't leave us like he finds us in the shape that we're in. So when we get out there and we find ourselves 
on that uh, in darkness and we find ourselves on that crooked road, I thank God for repentance, which puts us back in the light with God, puts us back in a right, uh, right place uh, in the realm of the spirit, puts us back in the right frame of mind, and puts us back on the course that's set before us for us to run our race with success. And I give praise and honor for God for the opportunity to speak today. God bless you, and thank you for the time. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Minister Lorraine. We all, it's always a pleasure and a delight to, to hear hear you um, and just what God is doing with you in your life. I, I'm, I'm truly enriched and blessed. Amen. 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 Yeah, that's well, that. Hey, if, if none of y'all don't know who this lady is, you will find out on June the 6th. <laughs> this woman is Amen. powerful. And I wanted to give a shout-out real quick for our newest sister in the family. Uh, we have Minister Lorraine Brown in the building. We thank you so much for calling in, sis. And your words are always impactful every time uh, you are able to come on the air uh, with one of our brothers and sisters in the faith when they're on the show. But we, we, got, we thank God for you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. All right, Brother Don, take it away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, family, as I said, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. We're going to let you chew on that for a minute. We're going to let it simmer, and uh, we're going to we're going to come back and we're going to we're going to top this thing off. So don't go nowhere. Stay right there. We'll be right back. You're listening to Brother Don present with Pastor Gene Homer right now on Hey, what's going on, home team? This is your boy Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. Yeah. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, wave your hands in this atmosphere. Come on, create a sound in here. Come on, hallelujah. This is the sound to say that I love you, the sound to show that I'm grateful, the sound of surrender. This is the sound. Yeah. Say that I love you, the sound. 
highest mountain Looked all around, couldn't find nobody It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer Amen. Amen. Well, welcome back, family. We're glad you stayed tuned in. We're going to finish this time um, with repentance. I mean, we're still going to be here for a minute because I think it's it's one of those things that you just can't run through. you you got to really slow walk this through to get the foundation of what repentance is. Amen? Well, we covered a lot, uh, Psalm, this week. We 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 covered a, a pretty good bit here today, but I do want to leave the family with this. I, w- I want to read this scripture because this this is exactly where, and I thank the Holy Spirit, exactly where uh, Minister Lorraine came from. This is exactly where you came from. So this is exactly what I've been talking about since the beginning of the program um, till now, that, you know, repentance is not a, a dirty word, and I'm glad she brought that out. Repentance is basically like like she was saying, a reset. It allows us to get back in right position. It allows us to get back in that right place that we can be in righteousness and take on the righteousness of Christ. It allows us to get in that place of humility. Because why? And Jeremiah seventeen and nine and ten We'll see why here real quick. I'm reading out the New King James, Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind. Even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. Wow. Wow. And you know, people, why is it important to stay transparent and stay humble? Is that very reason right there. See, if we walk in pride, we can't have those limbs pruned to produce fruit that we need. We can't. And that's kind of like what repentance does, is it allows you to have a pruning process that you can produce that fruit. The fruit comes out of the um, uh, out of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit. And the only way to access that or get that fruit is through humility. You can't get it with pride. You cannot get it with pride. I'm telling you, and I'll tell you that to I go to my grave. Pride does not produce good fruit, period. The fruit that we're looking for, the fruit that the Lord is looking for, comes strictly out of humility. And the only place to position yourself in in humility is continuing to have a repentant heart. To move to that place of repentance. That you know that you can't do this by yourself. You know you need help. You know you need continuing to need a savior. That's the importance of that, or this lesson, repentance, is that we constantly stay in a place of 
humility. And you know, when I read this psalm, this, this really, man, this really blew my mind. Is, is it just like the scripture in Jeremiah just jumped off the pages at me. You know, when he said, I, the Lord, search the heart, I test the mind. Even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. And, you know, Pastor, you had mentioned that early on when we were talking about David and Saul, and which is Paul and some of the others. Touch on that for a, real, for a minute before we get out of here. I want to hear your take on, on, on Jeremiah 19, 9 and 10. That's what makes That's what makes the word of God more than just something to read. When you apply it to your life and you're able to break it down and make it personal and not read it from a religious standpoint so you can sound good, this is, this is what happens. God looks at your heart. This is the whole thing. Like we said earlier, it's a heart thing. God's going to look Amen. at your heart. You can say all the eloquent words all you want, but if your heart ain't right, What's the point? You might as well just keep your mouth shut. Just saying. Sorry to put it that way, but it's the truth. That's right. Your heart is changed first. Then you're transformed by the renewing of your mind, which is in Romans. So in order for you to be transformed, your heart's got to be right. In order for God to give you repentance, your heart has to be right. See, it, everything is a heart thing. This is the these are the secrets that, uh, and I'm not going to even say a secret. It's been sitting here for the last two thousand plus years of this book that we read, and we don't we have all the answers we need, brother Don, in this book, but we don't want to read it. We want to go by what our pastor says, which is I'm not trying to be offensive in that statement, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. We don't want to apply it for ourselves. Even our pastor could be the most profound person in the world, but like we say all the time in every program we have here, seek the word for yourself. Don't take our word for it. Read the word for yourself. And if you get a different revelation, everybody's supposed to get a different revelation, but it all has to be connected to the to the Bible. So it has to be that biblical connection, that biblical content that makes it wow. It's your aha moment. So. It's a heart matter. No matter how you put it, that's what made David uh, after God's own heart. That's what made Saul one of the greatest apostles ever because they had to get their mm-hmm. heart right first. They got their heart right, right, right. their mind changed. And when their mind changed, right. they were able to be humble and submissive. And I also wanted to throw in another uh, scripture in here too, which is uh, profound, sure. and I'm done with my statement. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 9. And this is coming out of the mm-hmm. passing transfer. Thank you, uh, Pastor Gene. Now Amen. I am <laughs> now I am overjoyed, not because I made you sad, but because your grief led you to a deep repentance. You experienced godly sorrow, and, and as God intended, it brought about gain for you, not loss. So that no harm has been done by us. Verse 10, God designed us to feel remorse over sin in order to produce repentance that leads 
to victory. This leaves us with no regret, but the sorrow mm. of the world works death. That that's it. There's nothing else more Amen. I can say about that. That that was the icing on the cake right there, brother Don. So um, so back to you. Hey man, I, I know I know my life has been enriched with that passion translation. That was uh, I, I'm I'm really blessed to be able to study out of that, you know, because it, it really, I think it really opens up a lot of the revelation that we needed on a lot of scriptures, you know, because sometimes I'm not denying any of the other translations um, at all or whatever you use, but. I will say this, you know, I've, I've, I've always studied out of the King James and New King James, but, uh, and occasionally the Amplified, but this Passion Translation, I, it really kind of touched on some things. Well, family, I, man, I, I was truly blessed uh, by my brother, my pastor, Christopher Newton, coming on with us today to cover this word of repentance, this lesson, and I just think it's foundational for us in this hour and time that we're in, in this season of our life that we're in. We'll continue to lift up my sister and with uh, whatever's ailing her, we'll keep her lifted up in prayer. I know she's pretty tired. She, you know, a lot of things is going on. And, uh, we'll continue to lift up the board and Middleton family um, um, in this hour. And, you know, Pastor, I just re- received a message that, um, yeah, I, I guess it's just to deepen it that in, in the Middleton family, uh, the young lady that we worked with, her husband passed. His first cousin passed the same day that he did. So they, they, the Middleton family is undergoing a lot right now, so they definitely need to be lifted up in prayer. But I want to give an opportunity in time because, as you heard, Minister Lorraine came on, and, you know, we're just excited and, and love her, and God bless her for being part of the family. And I'm going to let Pastor Chris go through all the plugs because there is so many and there's so much going on. God is really expanding his ministry. He's doing a great work within this ministry. And, you know, I have to be transparent since we're talking about transparency, family. It's hard for me to keep up with what God's doing in this ministry. So, I'm going to turn the mic over to Pastor Chris so he can kind of give us a rundown of where you can find these um, shows, when, times, and some of the things that, that God is doing. Amen. Pastor Chris, you have the floor. Amen. We praise God for Brother Don uh, and Pastor Gene. Uh, we definitely will keep Pastor Gene in our prayers as well as the militant family. Uh, we continue to pray for comfort. They, they're getting hit from all corners. And this is where we need to be transparent as believers. So if any pastor is in that area and you're hearing this message, please extend some prayer. Please extend if you can't. We got the social distancing going on. If you just stand in front of the porch or whatever, just praying over the house, the, the family, whatever it is that you need to do to uplift that family in prayer. So we definitely will petition that here at Psalmist Voice Radio Network to keep them in prayer. We have a lot of things going on in our nation. So now more than ever, family, we don't just need to just talk about it. We need to be about it as far as our prayer life is concerned and really seeking God and taking our 
Holy Spirit out the closet. And, of course, we'll get into that tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Simon's Voice Reloaded with myself and the Familia with Brother Don, Pastor Gene, Pastor Mike. You never know who you're going to get, but we thank God for them that come on board with Simon's Voice Reloaded. We will continue our series, Take It Out of the Closet, Part 4. So, Please enjoy that. That'll be 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. And, of course, our premiere of Cell Life with our new brother, Michael Cavallos. He will be debuting tomorrow right after me at 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You don't want to miss. It's a whole different spin on how you hear God. Just saying. And I'm going to leave it at that, and I'm going to let you guys tune in. Also, we have this week, we have uh, part two of Bullies in the Pulpit. We'll have Apostle uh, Althea Martin. She'll be in the building with the Psalmist Voice, and we'll be chopping it up on part two, uh, Bullies in the Pulpit at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We will also uh, have Miss Lorraine Brown. Yes, sir, this Saturday. Uh, she will be premiering as well right here on the Thomas Voice Radio Network. Uh, she will be coming on 11 Central Standard Time, so it'll be 12 her time. She's an hour ahead of us, so she'll be premiering right here on the Thomas Voice Radio Network with Saturday Buffet. Y'all don't want to miss that either. So we have a very exciting week coming up. We have new families in the building, and their ministries are very unique as well, and we praise God for them choosing us to broadcast their ministry and what God is doing for them in this season. You can also follow us on Facebook at TPV Radio. We're also on Twitter, The Psalmist Scene. We're also on Instagram, TPV Radio, and TikTok, TPV Radio. Also, you can follow us on our website, www tpvradio.com also right here on blogtalkradio.com as well blogtalkradio.com forward slash tpv radio and we are 24 7 family so you can get great music great word from all different walks of life right here on tpv radio 24 7 you can download the live 365 app and you'll see a promotional pop up Hit the X button on the upper left-hand side to bypass the, the subscription page. Once you bypass that, just type in the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. We'll pop up, hit the heart button, and that's it. And you can take us everywhere with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that's all my plug for uh, this week. And, of course, don't miss the ladies of the grub as well at 12 noon on Monday. Y'all don't want to miss it. And of course, Darcy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. on Monday, Central Standard Time. So, Brother Don, that's all my plugs, and I'm done. Back to you. Amen. Amen. I told you, family, there is so much that God is doing within this ministry, you know, and I'm just really I just can't tell you how blessed I am, you know, from see from hum, humble beginnings to where it is now and what God is doing. You know, Pastor Chris and myself, we 
you know, we go back a little bit now, and, and he shared this vision, you know, a long time ago. And just really being accountable um, to what God has him to do. And, and the main thing, family, I'm going to tell you, consistency. Consistency is the key. Um, you know, I'm kind of on a little rabbit trail here, but I want to get this in before I go. You know, sometimes we look at things and the things that we do, and if we don't see results right away, a lot of times we back off. But that doesn't mean that God's still not there working and orchestrating things, putting it together, you know. And, and, and Pastor Chris will tell you firsthand, there was many, many days that things didn't seem like it was coming together and it get discouraging and you get in your emotions and feelings and you just want to back up and, you know, question is this God or is it God or whatever, you know, but being consistent to the word of God, being consistent to the promises of God, having faith to know that they are yet true and a man in your life, you know, that is the key. And now I'm seeing the fruit of the labor that they put in, not just necessarily sweat equity, but spiritual equity that was invested in this ministry. And I just thank God for him and First Lady Nisi for hanging in there doing the work of the Lord that they're doing and seeing things turn around. Because, when you know, when I say grassroots, you know, it was just for a while just me, him, and a couple other people. Now we have, I see there's lineups, there's so many different things that's going on in this ministry, and, and, and I'm just really excited to be a part of the family as it grows, you know, because that's what it's about. You know, that's what it's about, allowing God to prosper. Not man to prosper, but allow God to prosper in what you're doing. Well, I'm just about out of time, family. God bless you. I thank you for coming along with the ride today in the Word of God, ministering the Word of God. We're always excited to have you here at Brother Don Presents. And remember, tune in every Saturday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, for another opportunity to go before the Lord with me and here at Brother Don Presents with my co-host, my big sister in Christ, and my big sister in the natural, Pastor Jean Homer. We truly miss her today. We're just praying that that whatever uh, is ailing her, that, that, that God is, um, heals her and, and that she gains her strength and we can continue to move forward because we got a lot of stuff to cover this year, family. We 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 just kind of scratched the surface on this. There's a lot that God has um, in the earth for the body that he wants them to hear. And we just want to be diligent to hear the heart of God and to bring it forward to you. So thank you, family. I love you. I love you. I love you. God bless each and every one of you for tuning in and listening today. And remember, tomorrow, 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, TPB Reloaded. We're going to get it back in. Um, awesome topic that uh, Pastor Chris has got going. I'm sure you'll be blessed with it. And, and, you know, that's before I go, that's another amazing thing that, that the Holy Spirit is doing within the ministry. We end up piggybacking off each other and don't even really realize it until we start ministering. Yeah. Where God has me is where God will take him and so forth. So, that's how we know that God is moving within this ministry. But 
That's all the time I got today. God bless you. I love you. I'll see you next Saturday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for another Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer. God bless you, and I love you. the highest mountain looked all around couldn't find nobody went down into the deepest valley looked all around down there couldn't find nobody TPV Radio Central Texas with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.